0: Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel, and we're going to continue today our theme of success. This will be part four of success. Each one of them has been a P, and today it is process. Before we jump into that, I just want to, again, ask you to subscribe to the Point of Impact podcast. If you like what you're hearing, share it with your friends on social media or certainly in person. And if you'll give us a, a rating would be great. And if you'll give a review until they run out, 10 copies of my best-selling book, Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, can be yours if you'll just take a screenshot of the review and email it to info. At rcc-impact.com. That's info at rcc-impact.com and include your mailing address. We will send you a copy of my book, Turn Your Setbacks and the Comebacks, which is uh, really going to help you. Very inspirational and motivational book, and we'd love to send it to you if you'll write a review. I'm excited to watch the analytics of this podcast and see it continue to grow and expand to other countries. If you're joining us from outside of the United States, it's great to have you join us. And certainly if you're in the good old USA, it's great to have you as well. And I want to keep bringing inspiration and motivation. I'm excited about upcoming topics that we'll be talking about. But today we're going to focus in on success, which is what we started with. And I've sprinkled in some different things here and there, but I want to certainly finish this out. And there are five parts of the success uh, message. And this is part number four, process. And this has to do with the idea that there is a process for success. There is a process for success. Now, I want to just ground this in a most foundational truth. It's a foundational truth from the Bible. It's a foundational truth from God's creation. And it simply is this. You reap what you sow. It's called the law of the harvest. You reap what you sow. The Bible says it very clearly. That we reap what we sow. It says it in several different places in the Bible. In Second Corinthians nine six, it says, "A few seeds make a small harvest. A lot of seeds make a big harvest." Wow, there you go. Yeah, Galatians six seven says, uh, "Don't don't be fooled. God is not mocked. You will reap what you sow. You you sow and you reap. You, you there's just no way around it." This is the process. So this is the the law of the harvest, and this is a this is a law of success. If you don't sow, you can't reap success. If you're not willing to do the sowing, then you 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 just you're not going to get the results. Just like in the natural world, the same thing applies in, in success, and it's a spiritual truth. It's a natural truth. It's just universal law. So you've got to be sowing the seed if you want to reap the harvest. It's just that simple. And and so where does this really all begin? And it all begins with taking responsibility for your life. That's it. To be successful, you must take full responsibility, 100% responsibility for your life. People who make excuses and blame others are not people who are successful. Successful people are people who take responsibility for everything in your life, everything. Your relationships, your health, your achievements, your spiritual life, your income, everything, everything. Not just some things, everything. You gotta stop blaming. You gotta get out of the blame game. Blaming your parents, blaming your spouse, blaming your boss, blaming your gender, blaming your race, blaming your education, blaming the government, blaming luck or lack thereof. I mean, it just it goes on and on and on and on. And successful people just don't do that. They don't they don't play the game. They take responsibility for their life. They they take their life just as it is And they work from there to be successful. They don't play the blame game. You've got to take responsibility for your life. There's a a really kind of a funny story in the Bible, but it's really kind of bizarre at the same time. Moses goes away and he's going to get the Ten Commandments from God. And while Moses is away, Aaron, the spiritual leader of the people, who happens also to be Moses' brother, by the way. Moses is the national leader, the leader of the country of the people. Aaron's a spiritual leader, and while Moses is away, he does something, Aaron does something very bad for the Hebrew people, because it's totally against their teachings and their religion to have idols, and in fact, he has all the people bring their gold, they melt up the gold, and he fashions this idol. Moses comes back, he's coming down the mountain, and the sight he sees is just a wild party, I mean, just like a crazy wild party, and they're all dancing around, a lot of other stuff is happening, and there's this idol, and they're worshiping this idol, so he goes to Aaron, he goes, what is going on, you know, how did this happen, and Aaron's response is, oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know how it happened, which is Totally false. The Bible says that Aaron actually took a tool and fashioned and made the idol. And yet Aaron says to his own brother, oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know how this happened. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Just out came, out came the golden calf. I just don't know how it happened. I mean, it's like a classic example of I'm not going to take responsibility for my life. You've got to take responsibility for your life if you're going to be successful. you got to give up complaining. You gotta focus on what you can control. Lots of things that none of us can control and we can spend all day long complaining about it. It's not gonna do you a bit of good and it's not gonna bring any success. Or you can focus on what you can control. So what can you control? You can control your thoughts. Yes, you can. You can control what you think about. If bad thoughts come in, negative thoughts come in, you can refuse to entertain those thoughts. You can control your words. Things that come out of your mouth. There's power in your words. Talked about that in the previous episode. There's power in words, and you control them. You control your actions. You control what you do. You can't control what other people do, but you can control what you do. Are you controlling your thoughts, words, and actions? Because that's what successful people do. They don't complain about what they can't control. They focus on what they can control. And it's so crucial, crucial, crucial to be able to do this. You really have to ask yourself, what do I need to be doing less of? You know, what in terms of actions, right? What do I need to be doing less of? Am I, am I talking too much? Am I watching too much television? Am I spending too much money? Am I eating too much sugar? Am I drinking too much or drinking at all? Am I staying out too late? Am I gossiping? Are you doing those things? Because those things aren't good and they're not going to help you be successful. You could also ask yourself this, what am I not doing? What should I be doing? Getting more sleep, exercising more, asking for help, reading more, doing more marketing and promotion, planning more, following through more, volunteering more, being more uh, appreciative and having more gratitude. I mean, there's... wow. Yes, less of one thing and more of the other is an enormous difference and it can make an enormous difference in your life. Successful people face reality. They take the world as it is, not as they would hope it would be. Successful people do the uncomfortable. Yes, they, here's, here's a phrase for you, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Successful people are comfortable with the uncomfortable. There are things in all of our lives that are uncomfortable. So you have to be willing to do those things that make you uncomfortable. And you'll be amazed how you can become comfortable with the seemingly uncomfortable. You have to take steps to create the desired outcome that you want. If you want the outcome that you would define as success for your life, it's not just going to happen. You're going to have to do something. And you've got to take responsibility for where you are in your life. You've got to be willing to say, okay, here's the deal. You didn't follow through on the threat to take away privileges from the kids because they didn't clean up after themselves. And guess what? Now the house looks like a war zone and you don't have to live in a war zone. You don't have to live in this pigsty of a house. The kids have chores. They should do what they're supposed to do. But if you don't follow through, that's on you. The Bible says foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. I mean, kids are going to do stuff. It's the responsibility of parents to do something about it. You didn't attend any sales or motivational seminars because you know you were too busy for that or that's not that important and now the new guy just won the top sales award and you're unhappy and it's unfair and it's not unfair and you're unhappy, you should be unhappy with yourself because you didn't do what you needed to do. You didn't go back to school and now you're being passed over for promotion yeah, it's not easy to go back to school. I went to school uh, and went and got two degrees, a bachelor's degree, and a master's degree. And then I was married and I had kids. And then I went back to school for my advanced degree. And I went to Duke University, a very rigorous school, a very challenging program with two little kids. Not easy to do, not easy to do, but it can be done. And I tell you what. I wouldn't trade that for the world. I wouldn't trade the experience. I wouldn't trade what I've learned. And I wouldn't trade that that how that's helped me. Because when you have an advanced degree from Duke University, it opens doors for you. And it, it gives you a level of respect because people think you know what you're talking about. Well, that's true. That's another story. But uh, hey, that's what they think. So you got to do the hard things in life if you want to have success. What do you need to do more of? And what do you need to do less of? Those are the questions only you can answer. Man, you need to answer them if you want to be successful. When you accept that you have created the life you have right now, then you can recreate it. You can change it, you can become a success, but first you must accept. What you have created, the life that you have created, that's on you. And I hope that you will do that because if you will, you can be on your way to some marvelous and fantastic success. Well, what else is a part of the process of success? Goal setting. You have to set goals. Goals form the foundation for making decisions that result in success. Goals form the foundation for making decisions that result in success. You would think this goal setting thing is like, you know, come on, everybody does it. You know, Rick, come on. We all know, you You know, you set goals. That's how you do it. All right. Just here you go. Dr. David Cole, professor emeritus at Virginia Tech. This is the study that he did. And here are the results. 80% of Americans report they don't have goals. 80%. Four out of five Americans say they don't have goals. How can you be successful if you don't have goals? Listen, 16% say they do have goals, but they don't write them down. Less than 4% take the time to actually write down their goals, and less than 1% review them regularly. This small percentage of Americans who write down their goals and review them regularly earn nine times more income. Over the course of their life, nine times more income. Wow. Wow. If you're motivated by income, and I would say that there's a lot more to success than just income or material things, but there's something to be said for it. I mean, you do do need money to live in this world, and if you want to have some of the great experiences, and I'm certainly all about adventure and experience, that's going to take some money. But even if it's not about financial, I mean, just... You should have goals in a number of areas of your life. The Financial should be one. Career should be one. Health should be one. Relationships should be one. Spiritual should be one. I mean, there's a number of different areas where you ought to have goals. 80% of Americans don't have goals. Of the people that do have goals, how many actually write their goals down? There's something about putting, putting it down on paper, you know, on a screen, whatever you want to call it. That exercise is significant. It's important. I think it's a great exercise to to write down your goals, to write them down. You know, maybe on a three by five card. I think there's just something about writing versus just typing. Just maybe it's just maybe a bit maybe a old school. I don't know. But imagine if you just wrote down on each three by five card one of your goals. What if you had like a hundred goals for your life? You know, just very specific where, when, how be as specific as possible. I'm working out about 15 top goals at the moment that I really, really, really want to see happen. I've written them down and I'm looking forward to some of them have already happened and, and more of them will be happening. I'm convinced of that because I've seen the success that can come when you work on your goals. Goals make choices easier and determine the direction that you follow. I mean, it just, there's so many choices. In life, so how do you you know? How do you know? How do you know which, you know, what to say yes to and what to say no to, and that's huge. You know, what to say no to, what to say yes to, and goals are that's how you determine it. A lot of interesting things that you could do. I get a lot of invitations and a lot of a lot of uh, people contact me. For different things and you know, there's no way I can say yes to all of them. Now I was invited to something that I will be going to this week because it is exactly in line with my goal that I have for my next book to be a huge best selling book. So I am going to go to this meeting because it is perfectly aligned with my desire to see my book that's coming out October 14th, You Got Style how discovering your personal style impacts your faith, family finances, and much more. That book, I want to be a mega bestseller, and so I'm gonna say yes to this, but there's other things that I have to say no to, because you, you can't say yes to everything. And goals are what make it easier for you to determine what to say yes to, what to say no to. Goal setting helps you to differentiate between a wish and a goal. And there's a difference. And that's why it's so important to go through the goal-setting process because it will help you. It will help you to be able to differentiate between what is just a wish and what is actually a real concrete goal. Why don't people make goals? I mean, really, it's a great question. If four out of five people don't, it sounds like a television commercial, four out of five people don't make goals. Yeah, why? Why? Why don't they? So how about if I just... Uh, I'll just give you a few of my thoughts. I think one is they don't think it matters. Now, uh, Dr. Cole says it certainly matters in regards to your income, and it matters in uh, tons of other ways besides income. I mean, you just, goal setting matters hugely. If you want to see things happen and be successful, there's no way to be successful without making goals. It's just that simple. Some people don't make goals because they think it's too much effort. And that's just silly because you I mean you can't take some time to just sit down and really think about what you want in your life. Come on, that's the whole deal. What do you want? What what does success look like for you? Then it'll have to do with your goals. Some people don't make goals because they don't they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan for their life. You know, they don't have a vision for what it is they want to do with their life. And again, that's that's exactly how you get that plan clarified is by goals, you know, just maybe you need to, you know, take a day and just go away. I mean, you don't even have to go away. You just go to the library. Years ago, I did this major kind of evaluation in in my own life and went through this process. And one part of that process, I, I went uh, back to Connecticut to visit my, uh, my family. And I was in this process. And so I would go to their local library and I would just sit there in the library and I would work through the process. It can be done in a nice, quiet library. But you could go to a cabin or you could go to the beach and you know, I could do it in a bunch of different ways. You could go to a park. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to do it. Maybe you just really need to carve out a day and sit down and just ask yourself, you know, what I really want in life, what really looks like success for me, and begin to formulate the goals. You should have goals that align with your major interests and your roles that you, you have in life. If you're a husband or a wife, if you're a parent, that's a role, and you should have goals in, in relationship to those roles. I'll tell you what, I made my kids give me handwritten goals before every school year started. Now I didn't do that when they were in kindergarten, but I believe I started in middle school. It might've been high school. I think it was middle school though. I just started saying, okay, I want your goals. And those goals at that time primarily uh, revolved around uh, academics and athletics. You know, what is it that they wanted to do in terms of their grades? And what is it that they wanted to do in terms of their athletic careers? And the result of that was that both of them went to top 25 schools in this country. Both of them played college football. I mean, they achieved exactly what they set out to achieve. And there is no way that that is coincidence. That is setting goals, working through these very steps we've been talking about, and the result is success. It works, friends. If you do it, it will work. I think you should have a breakthrough goal, like one, just uh, Jim Collins calls it BHAG, B-H-A-G, big, hairy, audacious goal, you know, just one giant goal that would like change your life, you know, if you could, if you could fulfill it, if it could happen, just something that would just be like, wow, this is a, a game changer, you should have something like that, that can really just get you going and motivate you, I have one of those And I'm working at it all the time, all the time, trying to see if I can make it happen. You should review your goals on a regular basis and let them inspire you and motivate you. Look at them and say, yeah, how am I doing here? How am I going to make these goals into reality? And again, that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole another podcast really it's just talk about how do you take goals and then actually work on them each week and take steps that, you know, can make them reality. Because again, just having goals, writing them down is not enough. You've got to have a plan. I mean, how you're going to do that, but that's for another day. Let's just for today say, let's get some, let's just get some goals. That might be a, a good first start. So. If you take responsibility for your life and you set goals, then what, what's the last thing? And man, it's a big one. And here it is. Work hard. You don't leap for a goal. You work on it step by step. Work hard. There's just nothing that replaces hard work. There never has been. There never will be. There's a price to pay for success. And that price is spelled W O R K. Work. Long time ago, I heard John Maxwell. Here's what he said: Pay now, play later. On there, forget it. Pay now, play later. Pay the price up front. You can have a lot, a lot of fun later on. I started a church from scratch. Super hard. Super difficult to do. Pay the price. Pay the price. So you can enjoy the fruits of it later. Same thing with education. As I mentioned, three degrees. It's not easy to earn degrees, especially from rigorous schools like Boston College and Duke. But it can be done and then you pay and then you're able to play. That's how it it works. There's nothing that you can do to get around it. That is the law. You reap what you sow. The more you sow, a few seeds make a small harvest, a lot of seeds make a big harvest. I mean, you you decide. You decide. I have to be frank with you. I just think many people think they work hard, and they don't. They just, they don't work hard. Sorry to say it, but it's true. They think they're hard workers. They're not hard workers. If you think you're a hard worker, the first thing I would just ask you to do is just, just Look at what your phone tells you on your screen time, how much time you spend it on your phone. And you say, well, I'm doing research, maybe. But a lot of it's probably just messing around. How much TV do you watch? People waste so much time watching TV. It's incredible. People have massive amounts of knowledge about all kinds of TV shows and movies and miniseries and binge on this and binge on that. You know, hey, Rick, what do you got against that stuff? Well, I have against it only in the sense that I just don't see how you can do all of that and then accomplish your goals. I'm not aware of how you can do both those things. I am not someone who has a great amount of knowledge about maybe a lot of different things that you could watch on TV, but I can tell you a lot about how to achieve things, about about how to be successful and to get things done. Every week I have to have a message that I deliver at my church, I have to have a devotional that goes out every Wednesday, a podcast here that goes out every week. I write articles for Fox News every other week. On top of that, I run a church. I travel and speak. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, but a lot of benefits and a lot of rewards when you can Get out there and get your message out in that many different ways. And my goal is to help people, inspire them and motivate them. And I can't do that. Surfing the internet and sitting in front of the television. You gotta decide. Pain is temporary, rewards forever. Pay the price. Pay the price. There is nothing that can replace hard work. It will result in your goals becoming reality guaranteed. How about this? M. Scott Peck, right? Super famous book, The Road Less Traveled. He wanted it to be a best-selling book. So during the first year after it was published, he participated in 1,000 radio interviews to promote his book. 1,000. Now think about that. That's three a day. He continued to do a minimum of one interview a day for the next 13 years, and that kept the book on the New York Times bestseller list for over six 194 weeks or more than 13 years. More than 13 years was on the best-selling list. He kept doing interviews at least every day. I mean, this just it's remarkable. And that's a lot of work. I've done a, my share of interviews. I'm telling you what, I haven't done one every single day. How about Michael Crichton? How do you know him? Maybe because of the super... Uh, Popular Emmy Award winning television show ER, maybe because of his books uh, Jurassic Park, Andromeda Strain, Congo, Twister, Westworld. Incredible, incredible success. All kinds of books sold, books turned into movies. Just listen to this. He's the only person to have had at the same time. The number one book in the country, the number one movie in the country, the number one TV show, all concurrently happening at the same time in the United States. Wow. Unbelievable. You know, you'd be happy to have one of those. The number one movie, the number one TV show, the number one book. Any one of those would be phenomenal. I'd love to have the number one book someday in the country. That's one. He had all three at the same time. Not during his career he had them. At the same time. Here's what he said. He said, books aren't written, they're rewritten. It's one of the hardest things to accept. Yeah, tell me about it. It is. It's so much work to write a book. It is a phenomenal undertaking. The one that's coming out, you got style on October 14th. It took me four years to write. And then you think about how you have to, the editor does their thing. And then you got to go back. And then you gotta, I mean, it's wow. But look at what it got him. I I looked at a a survey one time of major CEOs talking about what are the factors for success and 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 there were a number of different a number of different principles that came up but there was only one that every one of the CEOs agreed on I mean they all had their different ideas and all of them had good ideas but there was one and only one that every single one said was an absolute principle for success. You wanna guess what it might be? Hard work. Hard work. Everyone agrees. It ultimately comes down to what are you willing to do? You say you want to be successful, what are you willing to do to be successful? You And only you can answer that. But if you're willing to do the work, you are going to get results. If you sow, you are going to reap. And the more you sow, the more you're gonna reap. It's an absolute truth and a fact. And here's, I think, what maybe is most exciting. What you become in the process of achieving your goal may be more valuable than any reward you get from achieving the goal. I mean, the, the kind of person you become Because of the process that you went through, the process of success. It shapes you and molds you. It makes you into really a a, a marvelous person, a great person, a person of quality and character. And then on top of that, you have the rewards that come from your success. So there it is. Take responsibility, set your goals and work hard and you will have success. All right. There it is. I look forward to talking with you again next week and sharing more thoughts that are on my mind and on my heart. And again, share this podcast with those you think it can help. And I look forward to seeing you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.